Welcome to another episode of Transitions, a podcast by Bostique. Sustainability, carbon and ecological footprint, environmental awareness, so many terms entered in the corporate vocabulary, but all grouped under one acronym, CSR. While we are sort of getting used to hearing it, you may sometimes wonder, what does it consist of concretely? That's what this podcast aims to explain. What does a multinational company's CSR strategy look like in the making? Normally, in each episode, CSR directors explain what their company's CSR strategy looks like from within. But this episode is slightly different. This time, I have the pleasure of speaking with Raphael Deliard, head of ESG at Zencap, one of the French pioneers and leaders in European private debt. He will share with us his conception of what a company with a viable sustainable model should look like. In other words, what a company worth investing in should look like. Hi Raphael, thank you for agreeing to participate. Hi, thank you for the invitation. Could you start by introducing yourself? telling us what your role is and also the group you work for. As you said, uh, I work for Zencap Asset Management, so a French asset management firm uh, specialized in uh, pre-debt. Uh, so basically we finance uh, medium-sized companies, but also um, real estate projects, uh, infrastructure projects, and uh, that in France uh, and uh, in Europe. If I understand correctly, ESG is CSR in the financial world. What is Zencap's position when it comes to ESG? ESG in the finance industry is becoming mainstream. That means that most asset managers communicate more uh, on that field. Why do they communicate more and why do they use more ESG? So first, it's good to know that this is a question of risk management. So we can speak of four types of risk. First, operational risks. So I mean the risk of your business to stop or to slow down. We speak of uh, failure in supply, uh, shortage in, uh, of raw materials or shortage of specific materials. Second, you have uh, legal risks. So the risk of uh, lawsuits. Third uh, type of risk, reputation risks, both for companies and asset managers. So especially today with uh, social networks and the risk is to damage your image and then of course to lose uh, clients or investors. Last uh, risk we can uh, identify is the risk of loss of opportunity. ESG is a question of risk management, but of course this is not the only motivation of uh, investors. This is also a question of uh, regulatory pressure so the European Commission is very uh, active and pushes very hard in the direction of the finance industries for more transparency, to show how they integrate ESG in their asset management, to publish uh, ESG data, to show how they take into account climate change, etc. So a lot of pressure in terms of uh, compliance. You have also a lot of uh, pressure from um, our clients at Zencap Asset Management. Since uh, our clients are mainly big French insurance companies, uh, very committed to social and environmental issues. And of course, you have also the, the, the pressure of uh, the civil society in general and uh, NGOs in particular. They expect from the finance industry, I would say, 
more efforts to support the energy transition and to uh, respond to social and uh, environmental challenges. At ZENCAP, we are particularly committed to uh, ESG issues. There is a strong willing, uh, I would say, from the management. We uh, also think this is a win-win deal. Right. A combination of risk management, legal pressure, stakeholders' expectations and willingness. But tell us how it works. What do you pay attention to when you analyse a new investment? What are the biggest challenges you face? Systematically, when we consider a new investment, we proceed to an ESG analysis. So the first step in this process is to realise a maturity assessment. What are the most important CSI issues that the company face? We determine what are these main ESG issues according to uh, the company business, according to the size of the company, according to its uh, geographical exposure. If we consider um, a glue maker, uh, for example, our main issues could be employee health and safety, the carbon footprint of products, ESG issues within the supply chain, of course, the product uh, composition, both in terms of uh, health safety, uh, but also in terms of uh, environmental risks. After having uh, identified uh, these main ESG issues, we will analyze them, beginning all the time by two important aspects, the corporate governance and the business ethics. Like uh, pyramids, if the foundations are not uh, strong enough, uh, then it will collapse. So this is exactly the same uh, for a company. If your corporate governance is poor, then your business will be in danger. So when we speak uh, of corporate governance, we speak of separation between supervising powers and executive powers. We speak of the quality of the board, uh, the quality of uh, the executive committee, the diversity within uh, these bodies, how many women you have within the board and within uh, the executive committee. And when we speak of business ethics, so two very um, important parts of the ESG analysis, we speak of um, corporate values, the way the company does business in terms of uh, compliance, ethics, respects, uh, etc. So to formalize all that in a code of business ethics, if possible, signed uh, by all employees, and then we analyze uh, human resources management, health and safety, environmental issues, uh, etc. At the end, we give uh, the targeted company, uh, the borrower, a qualitative score with five-level scoring as end gap from leader to advance to follower to lead company to company uh, at risk. Interesting. What is the outcome of ESG in financial economics? To sum up, uh, we search to invest in companies which uh, generate uh, already positive social or environmental impacts uh, through the company business. Thank you. And how did Zencap join this new trend? We have a fund uh, with uh, the label uh, Greenfin, uh, so it means uh, dedicated to support uh, the energy transition. So this fund is investing in uh, renewable energies. Another fund, Rebond Tricolore in French, uh, dedicated to support uh, French companies after the crisis. In this context, for one year, we have uh, developed what is called SLB, the Sustainability Linked uh, Bonds. That is to say, bonds linked to sustainable uh, goals. If goals are achieved 
we reduce uh, the interest rates. So we adapt uh, the goals uh, to the company context and business and to its main areas of uh, improvements. These goals uh, must be uh, ambitious, but realistic, measurable, uh, quantitative. So for example, uh, on uh, carbon emission, uh, workplace accidents, job creation, uh, etc. What is uh, important to add also is that we work with an uh, independent external organism to certify the quality of these objectives. Yes, you need to prove that these objectives are real. Have you got any success stories that you would like to share? Or something that you are particularly proud of? Recently, we have uh, financed several nice uh, French uh, medium-sized companies. And with each time ambitious social and environmental objectives, uh, discuss uh, with the management. For example, uh, Big Mama, a chain of uh, Italian restaurants, mainly based in Paris. So with a strong uh, CSR approach, I mean, they got uh, the label Big Corp in uh, 2018, which is a good point since it shows uh, they are quite advanced on CSR issues, HR management, environmental aspects, etc. Uh, so they have a global approach. Then they have an inclusive uh, human resources management and they have a strong culture of meritocracy. Another example is that uh, they pay um, lots of uh, attention to their supplation. They work with uh, small Italian producers, but also local producers, and they also develop uh, organic products. Great. Now, let's talk about the future. How do you see green finance evolving over the next 10 years? Considering uh, the emergency we face to reduce our carbon emissions, uh, we really have to change now the way we consume, the way we produce, the way we do business. The finance industry has a real role to play to support uh, the move. So I think uh, impact investing uh, will become more mainstream. And I think, for example, at least each portfolio will have to be aligned uh, with the Paris Agreement. So with a global warming uh, limited to 1.5 degrees or 2 degrees maximum. Okay, my next question is, for a company that would like to start its own transformation, do you have any advice? What's the first step? So first of all, clearly, uh, get the support of the leaders. I mean that uh, a company that starts uh, its transition has to get everyone in, including the support of uh, executives. Then my advice would be to focus on uh, primary issues. I mean to act uh, on your main uh, impacts or uh, on issues for which you have uh, stakeholders' expectations, uh, including your employees. Your approach uh, must be uh, global. Uh, must be uh, current, avoiding greenwashing, of course. So, for example, what's uh, the point to print on um, recycled paper uh, with uh, organic ink if, uh, on the other hand, uh, one makes money uh, with polluting products? So you need global consistency, that, um, that's all. What KPIs do you come across the most? We have a common set of information uh, we collect uh, for uh, all companies. So we use uh, basically an uh, ESG questionnaire to do so that we adapt to the size and the business uh, of the company. So with this tool, 
We cover all dimensions of uh, ESG, so governance issues, business ethics, uh, CSR policy, HR management, environmental policy, so carbon emissions, responsible purchase policy, etc., etc. And then, in the analysis, we uh, adapt uh, very much our focus on the most material issues. Well, that's the end of this episode of Transitions. Thank you for shedding some light on this captivating topic, Raphael. Thank you very much. In the next episode, another special guest will be stopping by. They will also share with us what the transition of their group looks like behind the scenes. And because transformation is also an issue on Bostique's side, you are invited to discover or rediscover Bostique Talks, another series where Bostique's CSR reference talk about Bostique and CSR issues, of course. See you soon in the next episode of Transitions.